0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Today in Town Packers podcast. My name is Griffin. You can follow me on Instagram at Packers and I'm joined by my good friend, Braun, who you can follow on Instagram at Lambo.Leapers, and we're coming back to you with another podcast, and today, we really have, we have no idea what we're talking about, do we, Braun?
1: Do we ever, Griff? Not,
0: yeah, I guess not. I guess we usually don't. Um, but today, you know, sometimes we have a good idea of what we have a segment planned, you know, we have a, a theme planned for the episode, but today, its it just felt like time to record. And it is Tuesday when we are recording this, and there is, I guess we're going to talk a lot about Aaron Rodgers, as we always do. It is Tuesday, and Rodgers was on the McAfee show today. No major news comes out of it, except he's going on his darkness retreat, four days in complete darkness, just alone with his thoughts. So that could be fun, and he said that it's not going to be until after that. That he will make a decision on whether he's going to play football or not in 2023. Isn't it crazy that he still hasn't made a decision whether he's going to play football? Does anyone really think he's going to retire? Imagine he comes out and says, you know what? This time that I've spent by my lonesome has guided me to make the decision that I will be retiring. Imagine he comes out and says that. That would completely shock me.
1: Well, I'd certainly like that more than if he was to come out and say, I don't want to play for Green Bay anymore. (laughs) Definitely, that that would be way better. Imagine he comes out and he's like, I've seen things and I need to go
0: elsewhere. And my destiny is in Las Vegas with Devontae Adams.
1: Imagine he comes out and says that. That would be heartbreaking. And and that's when I'd go on my darkness retreat. And it wouldn't be my first because I went on one (laughs) after the 2014 (laughs) NFC Championship game. I went on one after the 2021 loss, after this year's loss. So this would be my third or fourth partake in the, uh, in the darkness (laughs) retreat.
0: retreat. It sounds like a good time. It it really, you know, everyone's dunking on him on Twitter all day. Like they usually do. Everyone loves to make fun of Aaron Rodgers. He's an interesting guy, but the darkness retreat is one of his most interesting uh, concepts that he's brought up. I mean, four days alone in the woods, in the dark, you're going to have to learn something about yourself at some point. And, you know, Again, we're going to talk a lot about Aaron today, and the bombshell report, not even a report, but the bombshell story coming out of this morning was uh, that the odds, the betting odds, for the first time this offseason have changed quite drastically. And, Bron, you know that I have been very a firm believer that Rodgers is going to be back in Green Bay in 2023, and uh, a big reason that I thought that was because he is still the betting favorite to be in Green Bay. Not just the betting favorite, but the heavy favorite to be the starting quarterback for the Packers next season. And that gave me a lot of hope because everyone's sitting here talking about what team is he going to play for? He's going to be the Jets quarterback. But I was like, wait, 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 guys. He's still going to be in Green Bay because Vegas is not going to lose this much money. If they if they thought he was going to be playing elsewhere, he would be plus money to be starting in Green Bay. But he was minus money. You know, he was a heavy favorite to be the starting quarterback of the Packers, and this was a big reason that I thought he was going to be coming back. And then we wake up this morning, and the the headline of the Bill Huber Sports Illustrated article was Packers no longer the favorite to be uh, the the team of Aaron Rodgers this season. And that I was like, oh boy, what is this? It's 8:30 a.m. I'm just waking up. I'm like, what is going on. I opened the article to find out that not only are the Packers no longer the favorite, they are not the second favorite either. They are the third favorite for Aaron Rodgers' team in uh 2023. The new favorite is the Las Vegas Raiders because of course they are. You know, last week it was the Jets, everyone thought he was going there. They were over this weekend now it's now the Raiders are the new team. And the Raiders are minus 450 to be Aaron Rodgers' team in 2023. The Packers are all the way down at plus 600. God, that is insane. What do they know? Do they know anything? Braun, if you want to take us over what has happened this weekend with Devontae Adams and Sam Barrington, of all people, be my guest.
1: Well, I would like to point out one thing, that is that now the odds since, and this is just in the last couple hours, Griff, they have once again shifted a little more in the Packers' favor. It's now instead of minus 450, it's minus 390 for the Raiders but why have the Raiders odds swung this far into the direction of Aaron Rodgers I think a lot of it has to do with Devontae's a lot of it's open recruitment by him and a lot of people think that that's going to sway Aaron and the way he's been talking and some of the tweets that he's made it seem like Aaron's coming to Vegas he's made it is seem that like tampering coming. is yes. that tampering but the NFL doesn't <laughs> care. But the problem is is that people look at and DeVonte did come out. The good thing for Packers fans is DeVonte came out and said, "Hey, I am first team all troll." So don't take these tweets too seriously yes. because none of it nothing's serious, nothing's concrete, nothing's happening. We know
0: that all too well. Remember when he was uh, commenting on Stefan Gilmore's Instagram? He had us all thinking he was going to be a Packer.
1: So, I mean, that's the right griff. So like we look at it and nothing's done. And Aaron has said repeatedly that the only person that knows anything about what he's doing for his future is him, and the only person that's in the loop on that is him, Aaron Rodgers. So I feel like any other consideration of Vegas odds, or even what people around the league, team sources, I don't care. None of it matters, really, because we don't know what Aaron wants to do, and Aaron doesn't know what he wants to do. At least, I think he knows he wants to play, but I do... Also, I also think he wants to stay in Green Bay, but he's enjoying feeling the love from other teams. He likes feeling wanted. Just everybody does, right? Everybody likes to feel wanted. And he's never been a free agent, so I think he's enjoying this opportunity to take in some of the love from other fans to, to feel like, hey, listen, like there are teams out there that want me. Even though he had maybe a down year, he hasn't been getting a lot of love in Green Bay since this past season started. And not even, by this fan base. Certainly not, right? And even and through the COVID year, and he's just been getting hate left and right, left and right. So I'm sure that with some of these things going on now where he is not a free agent, but other teams want to acquire him, I'm certain that he is enjoying that and taking in that moment and, and feeling like he wants to be loved a little bit. And that doesn't mean he's going to go to Vegas or, or go to New York. And the Vegas odds are looking at a lot of things. A lot of different things happened this weekend that would point in the direction of an Aaron Rodgers trade, but none of it really matters at the end of the day. Because look, Devontae said those things were not concrete or not indicating that a move was coming and he said that himself right former packers linebacker sam barrington tweeted something crazy after really he doesn't tweet much but he tweeted that aaron Rodgers is going to vegas and it's done the source told him no he, he tweeted he tweeted that he just spoke
0: to someone who is very in tune with the situation Rodgers is going to be a raider in 2023 That was weird. It wasn't just speculation. It was like, and then Devontae likes it right after he tweets it. And Sam Barrington hasn't tweeted in, what, months, weeks? Like, he doesn't tweet. He comes out and tweets this. I took that as he was talking to Devontae, and Devontae probably told him, yeah, I'm going to try my best to get him over here. You know, it's a dream scenario, as he said at the Pro Bowl, Devontae did. I, I think that's how it went. You know, Devontae does follow him on Twitter. Devontae follows him on Instagram. I think they're close, and I think he probably hinted, like, yeah, I want Aaron to be a Raider in 2023. We're going to make it happen. But what can Devonte do?
1: Nothing. Right, and then I look at what people were asking him on the golf course, and they're talking about, where are you going to play next year? What team are you going to? And this woman asking him questions during a rain delay goes, uh, what city, what color are you thinking for your new team this year? Like, this, like, just everybody's assuming that he's getting traded, and then he's not shutting down. People any think of that he's a free down. agent.
0: People act like he's a free agent, bro. It's
1: crazy. And Aaron said today, I am under contract with the Packers. People forget this. Like, and it's true. Everybody thinks he's getting traded, and the fact that he's kind of having fun with it and not shutting it down has people thinking that he's just going to get traded. He even said in response to that, I heard a lot from the Raiders fans today, and, I, you know. I'll just say this, I the, the Raiders fans were loud and proud. It's like, okay, but like he doesn't want to leave for that team. Would he mesh well with Josh McDaniels as the head coach who who would have screaming matches with Tom Brady of all people? I don't think Josh McDaniels would tolerate any any little issue from Aaron. Whether then I'm not saying Aaron would have issues, but Aaron would not be able to run the show in Vegas. That's He that's would want to bring things to Vegas.
0: He would want to bring things that him and Devontae did in Green Bay under McCarthy and LaFleur. He would want to bring some of those things to Vegas. And would McDaniels be okay with any of that? I'm not sure. I've been very adamant that Rogers is going to be back in green Bay in 2023. We both have, of course, but because we have been assuming that it's up to the front office to make that decision. We've been assuming that Rogers, if it was, if he had it his way, of course he would come back to green Bay. We're done with the, we're done with his, him being fed up with the, the culture or anything like that. Like they resolved all those, all those issues we thought. But today I start thinking about, look, I'm looking at these Vegas odds and I'm like, why is Vegas the favorite all of a sudden, you know, what has changed in our thinking here? And, and, Now I'm starting to worry that I've been thinking it was a foregone conclusion that Rodgers wanted to be in Green Bay. But I have worries now that he is looking at the situation in Vegas, looking at who we'd be throwing to over there, mainly Devontae Adams. Maybe he would want to go be the big addition in Vegas and be get the Tom Brady treatment, you know, bring all of his guys over there and be adored by the fan base and everything. Maybe he would like that treatment. And then I also think about how after the season ended in Green Bay, he's at the podium basically admitting, without admitting officially, but he's basically admitting that this team was not talented enough for him to win more than 8 games with, no matter how well he played as a quarterback. He basically said that. So what is what is Green Bay going to be able to do this off season to change that? What they going to be able to do to bring in more talent? Because they have almost no money. They can create money, but they're going to have to use that money to re-sign guys like Mercedes Lewis and Robert Tunyon if Rodgers wants them back, you know? So I don't know what the plan is to get this team, to get the talent level to a point where Rodgers feels comfortable that we're able to contend for a Super Bowl because he said that we were not talented enough to contend for a Super Bowl. What's going to change on that front? So then I think maybe he does want to go play for a team like Vegas where they're not, you know, they don't have the best roster in the league, but they have Devontae Adams, they have weapons, they have a coach who's been there before.
1: Maybe he would look at that situation and be think it's appealing. Tough to argue that, right? I mean, even trying to answer your question about how they can improve the team is tough. Uh, do... Is Rodgers excited about if it's a receiver or a tight end in the first round? Is that enough? Which we've never seen them do in the history of this franchise. Not That's an exaggeration. but In the history of
0: Rodgers' career, we have not seen that happen.
1: No, we haven't. Plus, 10 out of the last 11 first-round picks have been on the defensive side of the ball. And then the one that wasn't was our good old pal buddy Jordan Love, the quarterback. (laughs) His replacement, so... They've really I don't care what you say, they talk about draft and develop, well they haven't put any capital into the offensive skill positions or even the offensive line, they haven't put any significant draft capital, so they clearly haven't been making that a priority to surround Aaron with talent, right? And that's just the truth, whether you want to face that or not, it's a reality. So how do they do this? How do they all set at running back
0: though? And
1: fullback. Yes, we have many F position players.
0: You love the F position.
1: <laughs> I'm fed up. That's what I am. That's what the F stands for, fed up. But I, I certainly don't know what they can do, Griff. I mean, can they? They would have to decide, listen, Lazard is not coming back, and we're going to go get somebody else. Just get Aaron guys that he feels like he can trust or develop some kind of connection with. Not Sammy Watkins-level veterans, that guys that are about to fall into the grave, but guys that instead... <laughs> are maybe a little older free agents that could potentially make an impact
0: do you remember when rogers said during the season at some point that he likes working with sammy sammy's a really smart guy and he said that caught him by surprise because he had heard things about sammy about him being a bad teammate that was funny do you remember him saying that No, I've never heard that. He said during the season that he had heard bad things about Sammy Watkins, but then when he got in the building, he was shocked that he's actually a really smart and cool guy.
1: (laughs) Wow, that's aggressive. That's quite aggressive.
0: (laughs) Who was saying that? Where was he hearing that? I don't know where he was hearing that, but I remember him saying this during a – I think it was at his locker at some point during the season. But the Sammy Watkins signing, if if we can do that, like if we could get four Sammy Watkins in the building this offseason, I think it's a different – you know, that's a different scenario. Not Sammy Watkins exactly, but, you know, veterans. I just, gave just made Griff a face of me, Bron. I just gave Griff quite the look when he said, for Sammy Watkins. <laughs> not Sammy Watkins, you know, like Sammy Watkins types. Guys who have yeah, been in yeah. the league a long time. Guys who have played with good quarterbacks before. Get them in the building, you know, for, for cheap one issue because we have no money.
1: I don't love, I mean, we've talked about this free agent wide receiver class, how it's really not great. And one of the better guys is Alan Lazard. And we don't want to pay oh, guys, you know, it's right? it's
0: not great when that's the
1: case. We it, it's tough. Like, who are we gonna go get? There's guys out there, but I don't know. There have to talk about your report, bro? Aaron? Huh? You wouldn't talk about your report? My report? Oh, oh, we should. I forgot about that. Well, yeah, I did get the inside scoop on Allen and his contract demands are a little. You more got than the inside scoop? Thought. I did. This was my this was my <laughs> report. I did report this. Um, Fifteen to seventeen million. I I this is sometimes. asking price. Whoa. Fifteen to seventeen million dollars per year. Griff reacts like he didn't know that, but he well knew that he, you know, he <laughs> knew that fact. But uh, that's and Griff, I told you he's gonna ask for at least ten million. Then I did some digging and found out he wants fifteen to seventeen million per year, which is what Christian Kirk got, seventeen million, and that's honestly not crazy. Which people might be surprised if he gets somewhere around fifteen million, but I'm not going to be surprised because MVS got ten. And Lazard does things in the run game that would be appealing to some of these younger coaches that have just gotten jobs. I think a team like the Jets, if they were a little more wide receiver needy, excluding whatever Aaron Rodgers talk, right? Like teams that are going to have guys that run similar offenses to what Matt LaFleur does, his value in the run game, on on the face value of the whole thing, because Griff, we talked about how he was one of the worst PFF blocking wide receivers in the league this year. Not that that may have been true or not. You have debates about that, as do I. But at least some platform thinks he wasn't as good of a blocker as everybody thinks this year, right? So that number is quite big, and the Packers apparently, from what I was told, are not going to be bringing him back unless he comes back to them looking for something about half that. And that was the The number Green Bay was comfortable with
0: at his locker after the Lions game ten the season that he's that this was his last game in Green Bay. That's crazy, like. He, they, they must have had talks. I'm guessing this goes back to last off season when he yes. dipped his toe in the waters of the free agent market. But I don't know. is there a situation where he comes out of the free agency period with nothing and then comes back to Green Bay and we give him another one year deal? Maybe, but probably not. And I, we, we know this. We, we know everyone knows my thoughts on Alan Lazard. I don't have to get into this again, but 15, $15 to 17 million dollars that I respect the hustle by Lazard there. And if some team is going to give him that, which, again, I'm not going to be shocked if some team gives him that. If they give him $17 million per year, I'll be shocked, okay? I will be shocked if someone gives him 17 mil per year. But I, I do that think was that quarterback he's going to make money upwards like of five 10 years or 11. I know, dude. It's crazy what is happening in this league. Now it's Alan Lazard money. <laughs> <apparently>. <laughs> if, some, if some poor team, you know, deprived of talent, wants to give him that money – it won't be the worst signing in the world, but maybe the second or third worst signing
1: in the world. <laughs> yeah, look, I, I don't think Green Bay is even truly interested in getting him at that half mark, which that's what I was told. It was going to be Green Bay was offering around seven to eight ish, whatever, and he wants and thinks he can get fifteen to seventeen million per. Um, so I look, I think he might get that. I do somewhere around there. I could totally see him getting fifteen. I, with Christian Kirk getting 17 and Allen being Aaron Rodgers' number one receiver and a wa- reliable guy over the last few years, or at least I should say trying to be Aaron's number one receiver because he didn't do that for us, but I, I think there will be some value out there that teams will see in him. And I think $15 million, that would make him like the 20th highest paid wide receiver or something like that. I think somebody would be willing to do that for him. And again, not going to be us, Green Bay. And those talks, are they're not close in any contractual talks. So again, this is what I was told. I feel really solid about that information. So uh, that's the nature of what it's become right now for Allen and Green Bay. Green Bay is going to have to look somewhere to get more receiver help, because whether it's the draft or they will have to maybe possibly dip into free agency to get some kind of veterans, whether it's on a minimum or something else, they are going to need more. Because they literally have the three rookies from last year and Bo Melton, who they signed late in the year on the practice squad, and nothing else.
0: The rookies could be a thing. You know, like if Rodgers comes back and we just run it back with the same exact roster because we can't afford to bring in any other major talent. The progression and the growth of the rookies, Dobbs and Watson and even Torre, that could be a thing where they could tack on a a few extra wins. You know, we could end up in the playoffs. We could end up really contending for the Super Bowl um, if those guys are able to make a big step but it sucks the kind of purgatory that we're in right now with rogers not having made up his mind and what is it with like why can we not get any of these local green bay media guys to dig in you know, like, ask ask someone, what is Goody's plan? What is the Packers' perspective on all of this? Why do we not know what their plan is yet? It's February 7th. We don't know anything about what they want to do. What does Jordan know? Does Jordan, is Jordan going into this offseason th- thinking that he's going to be the starter? Does he think he's going to be the backup again? Is he asking for a trade? Why does, why does not Domofsky or Wilde or any of these guys leak something ask questions make a report or something man all we hear is from aaron every single week about his plant medicine and his COVID toe and all this no one cares about and then we get in and we we have nothing from the packers perspective we know nothing from jordan's perspective what is
1: going on there has to be something that these guys know that we don't it's so Riff. weird it's february dude it is february and i asked you this was only a couple days ago and i said what does Jordan Love think is going on? Like, what is his perspective on this? Does Has he been told by the team that they're going to start him this year? Like, what does he know? What does he not know? How in the loop is he? I would have to think he's got to be somewhat in the loop because he's thinking about probably, well, if you're not going to play me, I got to request a trade, right? So, and then the Packers are going to have to deal with that or whatever the case is. Have the Packers just said, "Listen, we got to wait for Aaron's decision. Sit tight." Is that you think that's what Green Bay did? That's probably the the likely scenario, right? Or have they told him, "Listen, we are going to start you"? Or have they not made a decision and not said anything to him? These are the things that can I'm interested get, in.
0: You think we could get Goody on the pod if no one else wants to ask him these questions? Can we?
1: I wouldn't. I don't want to speak to him. <laughs> uh, you guys aren't on speaking terms. I would call him a tool, but tools have use, and to me. I would, oh, I come classify. on. You like Goody. You like Goody. No, I actually on, do like goody. goody, but I'm just mad at him for creating this mess every year.
0: Well, you, you texted me earlier. We kind of got feast by Vegas last offseason, didn't we? <laughs> like,
1: I said was... literally this, Griff. I said, if they just gave us, instead of Gutekunst taking a first and a second so they could help improve the team right away and then didn't use the first on a receiver, idiot, instead of doing that... Maybe they should have just taken the first, the, the first last year, and the first this year, because they'd have the number seven and number fifteen picks right now, and still have Aaron Rodgers on their roster. Now talk about that. Now that's the, the idiot. fact that
0: we could not, we could not get two first round picks for Devonte Adams,
1: the best player at the position in the NFL,
0: the best non quarterback in the league, arguably. You know, we we got a first and second round pick for him. I, I can't believe that, and like. I get it, you know, you like the culture, you like... Devontae still likes Green Bay, he has love for us and everything, and that's partly because we traded him to where he wants to go, but really, this this is a business, you know? Do we really have to trade him to where he really wanted to go? You know, we could have leveraged the situation a little bit better, and we're probably going to do the same thing with Aaron, you know?
1: If we trade Aaron to Las Vegas, Gutekunst should just get up and leave, like, and get out of this franchise. How could you let those two players go to one organization... And what? What is it? The foundation of your team.
0: The decade.
1: If Brian Gudikus trades Aaron Rodgers to Las Vegas and lets them team up in Vegas, I will personally fly to Green Bay and knock some sense into that dude myself.
0: (laughs) That would be them literally stealing our our two best players of the since twenty fourteen. Since you know, like that would be. Because if Rodgers goes to Vegas, now they've got Rodgers and Devontae. Mercedes is probably going to go there. Because the thing that no one talked about all weekend was under one of Devontae's tweets, Mercedes comments, you know, the little handwriting emoji noted or something like that. Like, oh... Rodgers is going to Vegas. That's what that meant. That's what that reply meant from Mercedes. Rodgers is going to Vegas. Well, I guess I'm going to Vegas too. If Rodgers and Devontae are going to be there, you know. So Devontae is going to be in Vegas. Rodgers is going to be in Vegas. Lazard maybe he wants to go to Vegas. Mercedes is going to be in Vegas. (laughs) Jordy Nelson is coming back. Jake Kumoro, you know, all these guys. There's just going to be the Las Vegas Packers. My gosh, dude. And then it's going to be... That would just be so embarrassing. Goody cannot do that, right? Do you think Goody cares about his ego enough? Is he dumb to not enough trade to do Rogers,
1: that? Is he dumb <laughs> enough to
0: not trade Rodgers to Vegas just because... No, we're not going to let you get the best duo in the league over the past 20 years.
1: There, if this idiot somehow lets our two best players of the last decade go to one team to team up somewhere else and look how stupid he'd be if they end up winning a Super Bowl on their first oh, year if together. They win a... <laughs> imagine, Everybody's fired.
0: Imagine they win a Super Bowl, dude. Everybody's oh
1: fired, God. regardless I don't care if Green Bay meets them in a the Super Bowl. <laughs> they're fired if they do that. It's they're fired. It's over.
0: I've said before, I root for chaos a lot of the time, and that would just, I would lose my mind if that happened, bro. (laughs) They win a Super Bowl year one in Vegas. Oh my God.
1: I'm smelling a lot of darkness retreats in my future if this is the case.
0: I saw someone say on Twitter. I think it was Matt Schneidman, It's funny that the entire future of this franchise is hinging on <laughs> a forty-year-old man's retreat into the woods. <laughs> 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 what if he comes out of it and it's just like he's like, nope, Green Bay is my home, and i plan on I, being here for. Three, I literally five said that to you. imagine if he comes out with the clarity.
1: Imagine he's like, there's no more of this uh, of like the yearly moments of, like, months-long decision-making. What if he comes out and says, I want to play, like what he used to say, I want to play in, in Green Bay until I'm 45 and ride off into the sunset after a Super Bowl. Remember when he, he used to, to say, that? say
0: that? He used to always say a, that, yeah.
1: A year ago, he was saying he wanted to play five to seven more years. Now he's thinking about <laughs> retirement every year. Nah, eh, I don't know about that, but we'll see. I mean, look, he's not retiring. No, that's why
0: he's coming back. That's why no one believes that he's not coming back.
1: I truly think... If he's looking to find out what makes him happiest, which are his words today on the Pat McAfee show, talking about this darkness retreat, which we, he will undergo four days and four nights. He can get out of this if he wants to. The door's always open. He could leave if he wants. If he's overwhelmed, four days and four nights of pure darkness, pure silence, no phones, no books. You can't see a thing. There's a bathroom. He gets food a couple times a day. That will be kind of can't see a thing a really.
0: Like, not just, like, the lights are off, but, like, pitch black.
1: pitch black. Because the whole point of it, Griff... And we actually, funny enough, Griff and myself had a conversation about... We saw a friend of Aaron's had talked about had he had done this. And two days ago, me and Griff are talking about what this would be like. And so we had a conversation about it. And now we find out Aaron's also doing it, influenced by his friend. But we had a conversation. <laughs> and there is no... There's nothing. It would be purely pitch black. And this friend of Aaron's was talking about how all these different things where you can just look around with the light and you could look at different things and observe things, it distracts you from your thoughts. So all Aaron's going to have is him, himself, and his thoughts. That's it. That's (laughs) all he'll have. How do people want to move on from this, bro? (laughs) I don't know. It's such a fun time. But the truth is, too, I'm a little concerned. Can I present a concern, Griff? Permission to present the concern. Go ahead. I'm concerned that Aaron's gonna trip and fall in this dark house of death <laughs> and break something. <laughs> the, the Bray Wyatt House of Horrors. <laughs> break his collarbone again. <laughs> Looking for the. Toilet. I'm worried we're getting a headline. Nope. I'm worried we're getting a headline. Aaron Rodgers found with broken leg at the bottom of this <laughs> oh, deep God. dark abyss.
0: I'm uh, a little the worried. That we're That's a true thing I'm worried so about.
1: Good, man. I, well, I'm fascinated <laughs> to see happen, what bro. he thinks. This I it do I happen. think this could be good for us because deep down he wants to be loyal to Green Bay. He's always wanted to retire in Green Bay. So this is I think he's going to f- that's going to be a uh, the reflection and some of the deeper thoughts that he's going to have if we're going to analyze this. How much Green Bay think, means to him? Yes. These things are he's going to think about the amazing career he's had there and what's going to make him happiest is retiring a Packer. He wanted that for the longest time that was in doubt when we drafted Jordan Love. He's going to realize that if that's in his hands, he wants to take advantage of that. Why would he choose to leave this amazing place that he gets to call home and he has control over? It's his. The city is his and it will ever will forever be his. So I don't see a scenario where he reflects for 4 days with nothing but his thoughts and comes out of it thinking, "Oh, I want to go play with Devontae. You know, he wants to he wants to be a Packer for life.
0: Yeah. I mean, I'm sure he does miss DeVonte, but, but I he think the love he has for the city you? of Green Bay for the franchise
1: Yeah, I do think mostly, though, Griff, there was some resentment, I think. When I watched, I went back and watched Aaron's first press conference after the Devontae Adams trade, and Rodgers, like, clearly had an issue. Not, I mean, I shouldn't say clearly, but from what I took from it, it felt like he was, like, wondering what made him make that decision and why would you want to leave us. Like, And I think Aaron's going to think about that at the end of the day and be like, you know, he did make that choice to leave me. And now he wants me back so bad. Like we just went through this one off season ago and he wanted to go play with his best friend, Derek Carr. And he got what he deserved. Derek Carr is going to get cut or traded in the next month. And now Devante is praying that Aaron comes back. Well, guess what, Devonte? You're not going to steal him from us at this point. You lost, you left, and you can't sit here and put us in the position as Packers fans. You can't hurt us twice. Leaving is one thing, and I get it. Gutekunst didn't do a good enough job to keep Devontae. That's part of it. But Devontae also did, at the end of the day, say, no, I'm leaving. It's too late. And that's fine. I get it. I'm not mad at him for that at this point. I'm more mad at Brian for letting that happen. But I would be mad if Devontae now, and I get that it's best for him or whatever, but it really would suck if Devontae pried Aaron Rodgers away from Green Bay as well. That would just be devastating.
0: On our podcast right after he got traded in March of last year... I think that's our best podcast, honestly. I li- I've i listened to that multiple times. So I've gone back and listened to it because you are just so – you are in a special mood on that podcast. That was you one of my devastated. dark retreats.
1: That was you a were, darkness retreat.
0: That was one of them, yeah. Um, but you said something about, like, what is he chasing? Mediocrity? <laughs> Winning six <laughs> games per year? And I think they won six games this year, right? Didn't they, they win yeah, six games? Yeah, something
1: like that. I don't watch yeah, Raiders so football anymore. Devontae
0: kind of – <laughs> you really don't, man. You're in a dark place. But Devontae kind of got what, uh, did he deserve it? I don't know. Kind of got what he asked for. They're going to That's Hall, of Famer, like Hall of Famer,
1: Hall of Famer, right? Oh, these comments. See, and now he's trying to pry away my quarterback from my team, your team, Devontae. Breaking my heart, man. He can't. We can't let this happen. If Gutekunst lets him just, oh, oh, Devontae wants Aaron? Sure thing, Devontae. Shut up, dude. Get. I want everybody fired if that happens.
0: God, we just can't do it for the sole reason that they already took Devontae from us. For not enough. They did not give us enough for Devontae. No. And nope. then they're going to take Rogers away from us, too? I don't know. Um, I want to talk about how because there are two sides to this, you know, the most of the fan base, you look at these Twitter polls, all these reporters have done the Twitter polls of who do you want to be your quarterback in Green Bay in 2023. And Jordan Love is winning these polls, I would say the majority of this fan base is ready to move on from Rogers and give Love the starting the starting job. And I do want to kind of you know, play devil's advocate, if you will. And not even that, because I do understand the perspective of people who want to move on and want Jordan Love to start. People who believe in Love, think that the Eagles game, he looked really good. The preseason, he looked really good. And they want to see him um, playing with Christian Watson and Romeo Dobbs and playing in Matt LaFleur's offense for a full season. I get that. But I think the mistake that these people make is that they view Aaron Rodgers as a quarterback who is just incapable of winning a championship. They think that he is incapable of, of winning these big games, and, you know, for good reason, because they're sick of losing. These people are sick of watching us lose every single season. They're sick of watching Aaron specifically play his worst football, it seems like, in the biggest moments of the year. And they're tired of watching that every single season, and they're ready to move on. But I think that the mistake there is that you're thinking of Rodgers as just completely incapable of winning a Super Bowl, when I don't think that's the case. I think of it as we have drawn the a very the the shortest end of the stick is what we have drawn in Aaron Rodgers career we have gotten so so unbelievably unlucky throughout his career so many different times I think that is the reason that we haven't won a second Super Bowl. And these people think that Rodgers can't win a Super Bowl. They act like he hasn't already won a Super Bowl, first of all. He's already gotten there. He's already played in the game before. He's already won Super Bowl MVP. He's done it before. It's not like it's in his genes that he just can't do it. You know, he clearly can do it. We watched him do it before. But I think that we have just gotten so unlucky, and I used to say this, you know, it's kind of different now because we don't have Devontae Adams, but back when we had Devontae Adams and we were consistently putting together elite offenses and 13-win seasons, I was saying it's worth it to run it back because eventually they're going to get over the hump. You know, eventually they are going to pull the better end of the stick and they're going to go on a Super Bowl run and they're going to win the Super Bowl because this team is good enough to win a Super Bowl. Now you can argue that. But I still think Rodgers is an elite quarterback who is capable of winning a Super Bowl. And people disagree with that ultimately. And I think that's the biggest thats the biggest difference between people like you and Ibron and people who want to see Jordan Love
1: play. Well, I think people are unaware of what they're asking for there and they're asking to move on from a guy who we know at least i know i think intelligent people who have watched this game and have watched aaron Rodgers win a super bowl and have the packers consistently in the mix for a super bowl every year i would just say look like there is absolutely zero doubt in my mind that aaron Rodgers can win us another super bowl and i truly believe he will win the Super Bowl in Green Bay again. And I have nothing but faith in that. And I think he can do it. And I know we can do it. And at this point in my life currently, I feel that if we are going to win a Super Bowl, it has to be with him. And anything less is just, it's not going to be fulfilling enough because this journey of, what has it been, 12 years now, that we have been on ever since that last Super Bowl. And everybody thought we were going to win multiple, multiple Super Bowls. It, it's been so long. And what a journey it would be to get back to that point and for Aaron to raise the trophy 13 years apart or whatever the case is. And I truly think he can do it. And I think we can do it. And we've been so close so many times. And even this year, we got on a stretch where it felt like we just get in the mix. We win that last Lions game. And then here we are, and we're a few games away. it's just like, we can do it. I know we can do it. As long as we have Aaron, we're the Green Bay Packers. We're going to be in the mix. So I just think, like I said, we are the Packers. Like, we, we get in that mix every year with Aaron. And that's, that's because of the great quarterback play we're accustomed to having. So to move on from that too soon, because of a down year that we talk about, why was it a down year? Devontae Adams being gone the offense had to clearly adjust with guys that were not fit to fulfill the loss of Devontae. We, we brought in rookies to replace the best player in the world, and it didn't work. And we brought in Sammy Watkins to replace the best player in the world, and he got cut midway through the season. So that was clearly at fault of the GM and the front office, and trying to blame that on Aaron is just gonna it's just a waste of time. So I still think we can get it done with Aaron, and we just have to have him come back. And I like this group They were clearly close enough this year. They just have to make a couple additions, a good draft class, development in their guys. And we're going to be back in this thing, and I can't wait for that.
0: A good draft class, a couple additions. Roger said that we were a couple pieces away at the end of the year. Um, Then, yeah, we could certainly contend. And you look at the—from Week 10 through the end of the season, even the Lions game, even including that awful, dreadful offensive performance against the Lions Week 18, we were a top-five team in offensive EPA per play. It, they had figured it out, you know, Rogers was I wish we were at a point where we could sit here and debate how well Rogers played in 2022, because I think he played well. You know, this is it doesn't even matter at this point because everyone is trying to trade him and everyone wants to trade for him. And is he going to retire? So this conversation is pointless at this point but he did play well in 2022 and we got this email about two weeks ago from a a guy named jack moran and i wanted to read it out here i've been meaning to read out this email for a while now by the way if you want to email the show you can email us at today at gmail.com but he says i met a friend of mine who's a washington commanders fan at a bar for a few drinks the other night i brought up what's going on with the rogers drama about him possibly leaving and to hand the reins over to jordan love and my friend replied you want rogers to come back trust me you want rogers for one more season for another shot at the Super Bowl. He's a Hall of Fame quarterback who you know can give you a chance. I've gone 30 years without a great quarterback and have made the playoffs like 5 or 7 times in that span. It's been rough. I wish we had a quarterback like that for one year. You don't know what you're getting in love. You should not take Rodgers for granted. He is still great. Anyway, I thought that was an interesting statement from a fan of another team, Jack from New York City. That I thought that's a great email and that is a great point. You know, quarterbacks are the ultimate commodity in this league. They are the easiest formula for winning a Super Bowl is finding an elite quarterback. That is almost always step number one, you know, with a few outliers. But that is almost always step number one, finding the elite quarterback. And everyone wants to talk about if we moved on from Rodgers this offseason, switch to Jordan Love, if he's great – Well, bingo! The Packers have their third great quarterback in a row, and if he sucks, then we can just draft another one next year. But they are ignoring what is the most likely outcome to come out of Jordan Love playing this year, and that is he is bang average. And we win seven, eight games again, and we end up with a 15, 16, 14 overall pick where we are out of the top tier of quarterback range, you know? And then we're kind of, we're in quarterback purgatory, which is what the Washington Commanders have been in for their entire existence. It's what the Jets have been in for forever. It's what the Lions have been in for most of their franchise history. You know, all these terrible, terrible teams who have been in quarterback purgatory you when you get stuck in quarterback purgatory you are there for a long long time because it is so hard to find good quarterbacks in this league it's hard to find good ones let alone elite ones let alone hall of fame quarterbacks like let alone the goat aaron Rodgers. (laughs) exactly so I like Jordan Love, if he starts this year, he's probably gonna be average. You know, the probability tells you that he's probably going to be average. That's what most quarterbacks are. He's probably gonna be an average quarterback who is not gonna be able to elevate your roster, but is you're gonna have to build around him a ton for him to look good. You know, the Daniel Jones type,
1: the Kirk Cousins type, you know? And All that right. is the last thing that's you want probably as an generous. NFL team. I think that's probably a little generous. He's gonna be everybody's gonna treat him like a rookie. Even though this is his third year sitting under Aaron Rodgers, oh, if right? he
0: starts and it's it's going to be Week Five and he's going to have more interceptions than completed passes, <laughs> it's going to be like, well, we got to give him a break, you know. And that is just like at that point, I cannot take it anymore because
1: my my standard is for his play is going to be over the roof. It's not even going to be through the roof. It's going to be over the roof, Griff. I can't tolerate no, and I am, anything. I can't tolerate anything less than I great am, play. I like
0: Jordan more now than I did when we drafted him I think you know, I don't want to go based on what was it 14 dropbacks against the Eagles or whatever it was I don't want to go solely based on that but he made some he made two really really impressive throws in that game he had a really efficient preseason but I always go back to training camp Braun in August when we were there and he would he would make good throw good throw good throw and then just the, the worst interception you've ever seen in your life you know like I feel like that is the type of player he's going to be. He's going to be good for most of the game, but then he's just going to throw just absolute terrible footballs. And, you know, people are going to say, oh, so you mean Josh Allen? You mean Brett Favre? But he's not going to give you what Josh Allen gives you. He's not going to give you the 80-yard bomb touchdowns on any given play.
1: I don't no. think Jordan's giving you that. I think what we saw in Camp Griff was much less good throw, good throw, good throw interception. I think it was more... Make that throw because you're a quarterback in this league. Throw, much less good (laughs) throw. throw. I think I think it's like yeah yeah. You're expected to make this throw throw like that. And then yes, the bad interception. I you know yes he has a couple. I think in the Eagles game he he had a couple nice throws. But like the touchdown pass that he had was Christian Watson turning the Jets on. It wasn't anything special. He put the ball in the spot that was necessary, but it was like a 10 yard throw and Christian Watson running 60 more yards or whatever it was. So I don't, I'm not sitting here saying Jordan love is ready because I haven't seen enough. And what I have seen from a talent evaluation standpoint in person, I've been disappointed. I'm not ready to crown him as the next quarterback for green Bay. And plus, I don't think the era with our current quarterback in green Bay is over. So it's just difficult for me to be like, okay, let's go to Jordan when I feel like there's a ton of unfinished business that should get finished with Aaron Rodgers, and I don't think Jordan Love is ready. You put those two things together, sorry that I'm not jumping up and down saying, let's go Jordan Love. I'm just, I'm not ready to, I'm not in that spot, and I don't think I'm going to be, uh, even if we, for some reason, if somehow Aaron Rodgers gets traded, I don't believe I'm ready for Jordan. And we might just be thrust into that situation, but I haven't seen enough from him to get excited about him, that's for sure.
0: So I want to look more at the other side of this argument, because it's an unrepresented argument on this podcast, but at the end of the day, it's it all comes down to people arguing over what is the best formula to win a Super Bowl, and... You know, Braun and I, we both think that the best formula is keeping your Hall of Fame quarterback for as long as you can and getting enough around him where you're able to win a, contend for a Super Bowl and eventually win a Super Bowl. But the other side of the argument is that the be- the better formula, especially for this team's situation, would be trading Rodgers, getting the absolute hall of picks that we would most likely get, multiple first-rounders, maybe a player. I'm not and sure we'd then... even
1: get that, Griff, just because we don't know how many he floats around the retirement thing every year now who's willing to give up multiple picks for that I hope somebody well it sounds like
0: the Jets are I think we know, for, but I'm scared you know, that
1: Rodgers is going to be like, okay, I want to be traded, and the Packers are going to say, okay, we're going to trade you. If that happens, right? What happens when the Raiders and Jets' best offers are a second-round pick? Like, wh- then that's what? when you come to do Green Bay just, and do you just accept. you go
0: knock some sense into Brian Gutekunst. No, you dude, don't. accept I just, that. of course, you
1: I've, in every scenario where I've pictured Aaron Rodgers getting traded, I'm watching them trade him for like a second-round pick, and that would just no, literally trade him, throw
0: me off. It would be for multiple
1: first-round picks. It better it would be, be. It better be, or I am stomping up to Green Bay and knocking some sense into some people, like I said earlier. <laughs> it would be.
0: It, they would get multiple first round picks. It probably a be. player, probably a second round pick thrown in there, too. But, you know, people think about that and they think. Well, we'd eat all of Aaron's dead cap money, we'd eat all the cap hits, it would be an insane cap hit for this season, so we certainly wouldn't be able to sign any big free agents, hardly any free agents at all this offseason. We would have to rely on the draft, and we would have this exact team with Jordan Love as the starting quarterback, and we'd most likely, if we trade Aaron, we're going to pick up the fifth year option, so Jordan would be going into the second second to last year on his contract, on his rookie contract. And so... This season, if we traded Rogers, 2023 would be a bad year. It would be hard to watch, probably. It would be a, probably a pretty awful season. You, you know? thought
1: last year was bad. But Get 2024,
0: ready. the formula, all of this, all of this is because the formula would be building towards 2024, where the draft picks that we make from the Rodgers trade this year, you know, they're going into year two. Christian Watson, Dobbs going into year three. We now have money because we don't have Rogers' contract on the books. We have money to be able to bring in guys. Jordan would only be on the books for, for what twenty million dollars, you know? Only, yeah. Um, <laughs>
1: for a guy that hasn't played, and then your scenario sucked in his first year.
0: <laughs> the formula here is that twenty twenty four is the year that you're contending for a Super Bowl because people are gonna say, "Look at Jalen Hurts," you know. Okay. If we can make a move on the caliber of the A.J. Brown trade or uh, When have we been known to do Devonte something like Smith?
1: that? The <laughs> <laughs> biggest <laughs> never, move never. This we've is the ever formula, made. I'm, I'm
0: drawing up the formula for you. This is the formula for winning a Super Bowl with Jordan Love as the quarterback. Unless no people such have thing. blind faith. There's a chance that people have blind faith that Jordan's going to be able to step in, be a franchise guy right away, and elevate this team into Super Bowl contention in 2023. If you have that blind faith, more power to you. But it's probably not going to happen. He's probably going to need a lot of help around him. And so 2023 is going to be a washed year. But 2024, if we trade Rodgers, that could be the year that these things
1: start to happen because we're going to have the extra first-round pick for the second year in a row. A lot of hypotheticals in that one, but... Yeah, I don't know. I don't like it. I just don't like it. <laughs> I don't love that. I don't think we can uh, rely. To me, I'm thinking about this fifth-year option, and that was just announced as $20.27 million today. And I'm thinking we do not pick that thing up. And I don't, I'm don't. i not saying that just because I want Jordan gone or anything. I'm saying it because— And this
0: is—you're assuming that we keep Rodgers,
1: right? <laughs> um, well, okay. Let's say we don't keep Aaron. Let's just say Aaron's gone, whether it's through a retirement or even whatever— The deadline is one week after this NFL draft, we have to decide whether we're going to pick up this fifth year option for Jordan. We're not going to know anything by then. I think we got to decline this thing. And my reasoning is because I truly believe we can just extend him next year for less money. I don't see why. I
0: don't think so. You don't I think, I think he's going to be able to play himself. If he's the starter, I think he's going to be able to play himself into a better deal than twenty million dollars. Twenty million is
1: a lot of money for a guy that hasn't played Griffey.
0: Yeah, but he's gonna. He would be a free agent after his first year starting, or he's probably going to look like an average quarterback. He's probably going to look like Daniel Jones, who is gearing up to make close to forty million. Who's going to pay
1: him twenty million? I think if he looks
0: okay, I think a lot of teams would. Have you looked around at the quarterback situation in the NFL? That's banking on him The Saints okay. are about to
1: trade for Derek Carr. That's You think Jordan true. can be Derek Carr? They're not trading for Derek Carr.
0: He's visiting with them. You think Jordan can be uh, Derek Carr?
1: No. <laughs> you
0: don't think he's going to be Derek Carr? I Devontae didn't think so. Devontae definitely didn't
1: think so. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> hey, maybe that tells you something, huh? Devontae was like, yeah, oh, maybe. Jordan? I'm out of here.
0: Devontae got one game with
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> he was. Oh, how mad was he that game against the Chiefs? I'm not getting anything so in my way. He was that, done.
0: That's what I'm saying. Every, look, every target, care.
1: he was just like, oh. <laughs> like, he was like, man, I miss Aaron. And then he decided to go leave him for whatever reason. But look, I look at the thing with Jordan. I haven't seen enough. So I'm not sitting here ready to pay this dude $20 million. And what happens if Aaron's here? What happens if we. Let's say Aaron. What if Aaron decides he's going to come back next year, and then we what pick up Jordan's option? This is getting complicated quick, and it's we're not paying just a lot Aaron complicated. Two quarterbacks it's in that Jordan situation. complicated. In that scenario, we're no, paying that's really tough, yeah. Because that, if we pick up the option
0: and keep Aaron, that's a really ugly situation. Because Aaron's cap hit is going to be it's going to skyrocket after this year. Jordan's now going to be on the books for twenty million dollars. We're paying the quarterback position. Only one of those guys could be on the field. At a time, and we're going to be paying two of them 20 plus million dollars each. I look, mean, I that could get ugly.
1: Look, I always go back to what Brian Gutekunst said on two different occasions. He has two different quotes that stay with me to this day. One of them is that he does not foresee a scenario where Aaron Rodgers and Jordan Love are both on the roster in 2024. He, I forget what the exact words were, but he said that was extremely unlikely to paraphrase. And I, I, That makes a lot of sense because of what we're talking about right now where Aaron Rodgers would be due for a ton of money and Jordan would be getting paid $20 million. So it just doesn't add up. You can't have two guys on the roster. Why is
0: no one reporting on if teams are calling us about Jordan's availability? Because nobody thinks like we
1: do, okay? Nobody's thinking that deep into this like we (laughs) are. We're sitting here for an hour for like the fifth week in a row. Eventually we're going to crack something, right? But now, and then the other thing I think of... Talking
0: to no one but each other.
1: (laughs) Is this a darkness retreat we're on right now? No, but, <laughs> This might be. <laughs> no, but... And then the other thing with Brian that I always think back to is the quote that he said at, after, sometime around the draft after Aaron signed this extension this past off season, and Brian talked about depending on how long Aaron wants to play, Jordan Love has a bright future, but as far as his future with us, we have to see where Aaron's at and how much longer he wants to play. So to me they want aaron nothing's changed the packers want him rogers wants to retire in green bay ideally in an ideal scenario right if they find a way to make this marriage continue to work which i think and we both think and we've said it a million times that's where i see jordan love getting traded a possibility and a likelihood even because the packers are going to try to do right by the player jordan has thought about requesting a trade that's been reported if rogers stays this year and then the issue with the money next year that would mean you're definitely moving on from Aaron after this year, or they're trading Jordan after this year. To me, if they're going to trade Jordan after this year, you move on now. It doesn't make any sense to keep him to me. I, I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. I mean, I'd like to have, him, a good on like a good to have him on the roster. I'd like to have him on the roster because he's that decision,
0: but still. That all comes down to how, how highly does Goody think of Jordan Love? Because jo- Goody does not want to see Jordan go play well for another team. You know he does not want to not pick up the option, stick with Rodgers, and then watch Jordan go win a Super Bowl with another team. He, he does not want to see problem. that problem.
1: He created this problem. Now we're no, in a position where he's got to either let his Hall of Famer go, who isn't even his Hall of Famer. He inherited this quarterback. He's got to either let him go or trade the guy that he drafted in the first round, and he might look like an idiot then too. There's not very. There's, this is not a winning scenario for Brian, really. I I don't see it. It's
0: terrible. It's an awfully hard situation. And I always think about this quote from two years ago from me from our award-winning video (laughs) where I said, Brian Gutekunst bet on the downfall of Aaron Rodgers. In 2020, Rodgers was coming off those back-to-back years in 18 and 19 where he didn't look like himself. Gutekunst bet on the downfall of Aaron Rodgers, drafted his successor, and he lost the bet. Rodgers wins the next two MVPs and plays some of the best football of his whole career.
1: You have to admit you lost at some point here, Goody. What an idiot again. I think I've called him an idiot like five <laughs> oh, times on, on the show. <laughs> we like Goody. I like Goody Coons truly, but man, he's an idiot.
0: No, that love pick is going to define
1: his legacy for sure. Well, it's created a lot of problems for us. And jeez, oh, uh,
0: Imagine if we just never draft. Imagine we draft T. Higgins in 2020. Again, ah. we're
1: talking about Super Bowl play. We're literally one player away. We're sitting here with away. three rings. Oh, my ah. goodness. This guy has really messed things up for us, hasn't he? <laughs> he really has, huh? No, but oh, I, I mean, I just think about everything. And all the things that I've been saying for the past three years now, i have we've been right on these things, Griff. And again, my feelings are the same. Everything's pointing to Jordan Love not being the starter next year. Everything's pointing to Aaron. Everything we've ever heard... All the research and time and effort put into this, Griff, and everything we know and believe to be true, it would be a total upset if Aaron Rodgers is not the quarterback next year. I will be shocked. I will be truly, truly shocked. I will be devastated, but I will be shocked. <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, every time I start to teeter, I then talk to you, and I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah,
1: you're right, you're right. yeah." Again, Griff, I look back to what, everything with Jordan, and... Remember when Gunnkunst, what was it, a little over a year ago, two years ago? Remember when he was saying Jordan has a long way to go? Well, how can you say now that you feel really strong about him or really good about Jordan when he hasn't played? He hasn't played. You don't know anything more. And we saw what he did in camp. And I'm not talking about what he did, more like what he didn't do. And I'm talking about he just didn't play well enough for me or you. We were there front row for a week. Family night. We saw this poor guy. <laughs>
0: we were rooting for him, man. We were <laughs> and we
1: wanted him. him. We wanted him to play well. Wouldn't it be nice if we could have another fifteen year stretch of quarterback play in this in this organization? But it didn't look that way and it's just disappointing. And like we said, we're watching him make these nice easy throws and it's like encouraging. It's like okay, he's not a total bust. And then you just hear that <laughs> sigh of the crowd, like, oh, my gosh, not another pick. Sighs of the crowd. Oh, it's <laughs> just this just, depressing. Everyone sigh. just, oh, the collective groan. It's like, oh. And then we sit here, and he's continuing to do it. But I just want to see him play well, but it's just everything points that he's – what has what anybody seen that's making you feel like, oh, yes, Jordan time?
0: No, these people just have blind faith, dude. I'm, and I, I don't want to name any names here, but these are the people who bought Jordan Love jerseys – the day after we drafted him, you know, these are the same people because they just, it's the, like, we are loyal to Aaron Rodgers, ultimately these people are loyal to Brian Gutekunst and refuse to believe that he could possibly make a bad move, you know, they, they're they just going to defend any, we, we draft a quarterback, a move no one saw coming, and their first reaction was, yep, love the pick, let's go. Like, who in their right mind has that reaction? I don't know how that's possible unless you have some blind faith to Brian Gutekunst, which... Again, I'm not going to name any names, but I think that is the case with a lot of these folks. Because what have you seen from Jordan Love that makes you think he can be the next franchise quarterback? I don't know what you've seen. 20 dropbacks against Philadelphia in the fourth
1: quarter when we were down two scores? That doesn't do it for me. It's, it was 11, Griff. He threw 11 balls, I believe. Oh, God. That's not enough look, for me. look, he made
0: good throws. And he made good throws in the preseason. But, but I, those I, are not, I need, and more, those from, I need more than that in it's order to move on from snaps. Aaron Rodgers.
1: That is not meaningful snaps. He was playing, a, a, look, that Eagles game, yes, he, he scored, a. He, we were down two touchdowns, he scored a touchdown with Christian Watson ran at 60 yards, he did throw a 10-yard pass to Watson that he took 60 yards, okay, but those, the Eagles defense was not totally trying. Let's be honest. Like we, we saw what uh, that's, that's an overused term, but I'm talking about like, just the, the way that they were playing defense was not like, oh, we have to lock down because we don't want to let them back in this game. Once Jordan Love went in the game, everybody's like, well, you know what I mean? It's like, it's just a different, the defenders themselves from a human standpoint are not thinking like, oh, now we better really lock up. Cause Aaron went out. They're thinking the opposite. The game's over in their eyes when their backup quarterback <laughs> goes in. over the, when the backup quarterback goes in. You're not thinking, "All right, time to tighten up." These guys are literally physically slowing down, and the game and is. And it was just, the fourth quarter, also. And it, it, the and game it was, is like basically it, over. I just the defenders are not thinking like time to lock in. It, it's just not happening. So I need to see more meaningful. And the only meaningful snaps we saw were when we he started in Kansas City. And we had the one touchdown that was like a little out route that Alan Lazard walked into the end zone. But everything other than that, I just haven't seen anything good enough. And we try, Griff. Like I said, we try to see it. I'm trying to find the things that everybody else is seeing. But he just hasn't done enough for me to sit here and be all excited about it. This is why
0: I wanted him. This is why after the Eagles game, was it? Yeah. It was week 13, I was saying. Before the Bears game of this year, I was saying, it's time to bench Aaron. You know, Aaron's hurt. Aaron's hurt. He's not playing his best football. This team stinks. Put Freezing Jordan Love in tape. there. It was a bad take because we ended up winning what five in a row. But ultimately, it wasn't a bad take because guess what? We didn't make the playoffs anyways. So well, at least I'd you had rather a have you would have rather have good you would rather have meaningful snaps of Jordan Love. Stop then it. watch this team lose against Detroit Week 18 on Sunday Night Football and embarrass themselves for the eighth year in a row. We would yeah, have had the offseason in December, snaps of-
1: Our offseason would have started in December, so I think you're wrong. Look,
0: the offseason started for me right after we lost that Eagles game.
1: The offseason started for me when we lost the last meaningful game, which was the final game. I like yeah, I like having the chances. Any chance with Aaron, you know that. I want it. We got it. We came close. It is what it is. But I'd rather <laughs> have is
0: Isn't this funny? Because now I'm thinking about what we were talking about weeks 13 and 14. And I was on here saying, it's statistically unlikely that all these things are going to happen. You know, you flip a coin this many times, it's not going to cut off heads every single time. And I look like a doofus for saying all this. I look like an idiot when it was week 18 and all these things did happen and we were one win away from the playoffs. But guess what? We came one coin short. That last coin landed tails.
1: Nobody was, was right. saying nobody was saying that we were gonna have a shot at the playoffs like I was. I was saying it before we were we started winning. I was saying it a lot, and I, to get to that you point were wrong. was fun. I was wrong, but I, I was right for most of the time. <laughs> you were close. I was close. close. I was closer than anybody else. In the end, I was wrong, but I was right for about four and a half weeks, four and three quarters of the I, game. I do
0: wish. Don't you wish we would have gotten to see Jordan? Don't you wish we would have no. lost?
1: Like nope. The Dolphins game. What if this so was Aaron's last year? What if what if we see Jordan and he plays well, and then we lost out on five weeks of Aaron Rodgers? And you're going to sit here and say, "Well, Aaron actually only threw one touchdown a week and less than a hundred yards." Yeah, exactly. It wasn't his best play. Yeah, I'm not saying it was his best play, but every single game, Griff, he always made one of those special Aaron Rodgers throws that we know he still can, and he just he won did. two MVPs. click the wrist on the left sideline to Mercedes. We know all of them, God. believe me, and. I know for a fact that you would have preferred we got those throws than we didn't. So you're wrong. Maybe. I
0: got some likes on a reel. That was nice. Yeah.
1: All
0: right. That's going to do it for uh, today's show. Only talked about Aaron. Should we rename the podcast, Bron? Today in (laughs) Aaron (laughs) Town? We might have to. (laughs) After this episode, we might have to think about that. And we talked a little Lazard. We talked a little love. Um, but that's going to do it. Thank you so much for listening. Um, we're going to be back soon. And like I said, I wish we could talk about things that matter. You know, I wish we could talk about what this team needs to do to win a Super Bowl next year because that's an episode I have written down right here in front of me that uh, we just have to keep that on the docket because we don't know who's going to be the quarterback this season. So we got to wait for that. Hopefully this four-day period in complete isolation and darkness helps Aaron realize that... He wants to be the quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. And Goody, what is he thinking? Someone needs to DM Rob Domofsky, tell him to do some digging. You know, someone needs to DM any of these guys, tell him, can we get a report? Can we get a leak? You know, Schefter sits there leaking all day. You know? Someone needs to.
1: Someone needs to put Goody in one of these darkness retreats and lock the door. <laughs> Never let him out. <laughs> lock the door and throw away the key. Goody, you you're fired. For the, you see.
0: He saved that for the last 30 seconds of the podcast, dude. (laughs) Come on, man.
1: You listened this far, you got a good one there.
0: All right, so if you want to email us, email us at todayintitletown at gmail.com. You can call us and leave a voicemail by calling the number 920-430-0711. And you can follow us on Instagram at todayintitletown, and you can DM us there and leave us feedback. And rate us five stars on iTunes and Spotify and wherever you get your podcasts. Please rate us. That helps a ton. Give us feedback on Instagram or just email us. And that's everything. We'll be back soon. Thank you so much for listening. Go Pack Go.
1: Thank you for listening, everybody, forever and always. Go Pack Go!